Why is everyone walking around underperforming relative to their ability? Largely, it's because people are living their lives trying to avoid embarrassment. That's from Dr. Gio Valiante. I'm going to come back to him in a second. I have been incredibly fortunate to work under, under masters for most of my career. And early in my career, a master of his craft sat me down. I remember it vividly. I remember the table, the tablecloth, the light, where he was sitting, the smell, everything. And he said to me, Kelly, if you don't change your communication style, I'm going to fire you in 30 days. I wasn't old enough to drink yet. And I was trying to lead people. And my career suddenly was over before it even, it even began. From that day on, I started focusing on trying to master the craft of communication, leadership, and team building. And that's a journey I'm still on. Still have a lot of work to do. But I'm so grateful for his courage and his love to have that conversation with me. Valiante is a sports psychologist, and he coaches some of the highest performers in the world. And it's not just sports. He does everything from PGA to investors and, and in between. But these are world-class, top-of-their-game folks. And he sat down with Shane Parnish from the Knowledge Project, and they had a good conversation. And there's a pretty big lesson learned in there that I grabbed, and I wanted to share it with you. And it's this idea of the difference between ego orientation and mastery orientation. So let's get into it. Mastery orientation, you are focused on mastering your craft. This is about continuous improvement. It's about love of learning. And with this orientation, you embrace the fact that you don't know everything and you're making space for learning and growing. The, the focus is in, it's intrinsic. How do I get better? And what you care about is mastering the craft. The opposite is ego orientation. This is where we are seeking external validation. We're worried about perceptions. We're worried about how we appear. And this is uh, extrinsic. It is externally focused. You, you care about what the world thinks of you, not necessarily what you do. Now, which orientation you pick can have a significant impact on your success. Now, both can work. And I think that we go through probably a ratio over the course of our lives. And you know, everybody's got it. I mean, I still have an ego orientation in many things. But I think for me, at least personally, when I was younger, probably tipped on the ego orientation. What does the world think of me? How am I performing relative to other people? What does my boss think, et cetera? And then over time, it becomes mastery, mastery of craft. And Valiante says this, Two individuals, everything else being equal, same education, same ability, same training, same everything. One of them goes at their craft or their domain or their career from a place of, I love to learn, I love to problem solve, I go in depth in these things, I'm not engaged in image management. The second individual goes in competing against other people, caring about what they think. Success is only defined by that which is palpable or tangible. They're playing for trophies. The difference between the two is the reaction to failure. In the mastery orientation, when we fail, and we will, we're curious. In the ego orientation, when we fail, we're embarrassed. And 
he makes an incredible point, which I never thought of before, but it's a pretty big aha. After the loss of a loved one or a child, humiliation is the most painful psychological response that we can have. Our body reacts, floods itself with chemicals like cortisol, and suddenly we can't see as clearly. And we go into fear mode and we start avoiding risks. And Valiante says this, all of a sudden, there is a distortion of reality. All of a sudden, all you can see is a threat and you stop taking risks. Now it becomes some version of avoiding the pain that comes from embarrassment. This is why everyone is walking around underperforming relative to their ability. So we spend our lives trying to avoid embarrassment. You don't have to be um, mastery-oriented to win. You can, you can also be ego-oriented. And the key here is with ego-oriented, you have to have a lot of confidence. And when that confidence wavers, so will you. He gives the example of an NBA player who shoots 85% free throws in practice, gets in front of a full arena, cares about what everybody thinks, and suddenly shoots 50%. We're going to fail sometimes. And Valiante calls the tail end of the curve. So highest performers, best in the world. As you go that way, there is almost no way you aren't going to fail at, at some point along that journey. The real question is, how are you going to react? Are you going to be embarrassed or curious? Me personally, it usually runs kind of like a quick reaction. I go from reacting, embarrassed, and then, okay, stop, think about it, put some emotion aside and respond. And the response is, okay, why did that happen? Where did I get it wrong, et cetera. So a couple keys to mastery that I wrote down, took away from this. So humility and conviction. So these top performers, these mastery-oriented individuals, they're not necessarily humble but they do have humility. They know that they don't have all the answers. So if you think about that, don't have all the answers, Thomas Edison. And the other thing about them is they're relentless about trying to find a better way. Think Steve Jobs. Steve, not, Steve Jobs wasn't humble, but he did have humility, didn't have all of the answers. Okay, second, responsibility. So with a mastery orientation, we take responsibility for our actions. With an ego orientation, we are blaming others for what has happened. And I, I view this very simply. Blame others, feel better. Take responsibility, get better. All right, your team. Teams are important. We all have a team. And Valiante closes with this warning. He says, pick three or four people that you're going to actually listen to, who you know love you and care about you, and who are accurate observers and who will tell you the truth. You can practice all of this. You can practice mastery orientation, curiosity, love of the craft, all of that stuff. But if, if you have people around you who are not helpful on that journey, you're probably going to fail. So we don't need people who are going to judge us, who are going to criticize us. And when I think about it, I personally, I want accomplices. I want somebody right next to me on the journey who's just as invested in getting this right I don't need critics sitting across the table pointing at all my faults. I got all kinds of faults, but I need a comp to be like, hey, you're getting this wrong or whatever. I need accomplices, not critics. All right, five takeaways. Ego orientation. This is image management, external perception, externally focused. You care about what people think. Mastery orientation. Love of learning and focus on mastering the craft. 
internally focused. You care about getting better. Avoiding embarrassment is a significant reason behind underperformance. People often underperform simply because they're trying not to be embarrassed. Okay, number four, humility is crucial. The best individuals in the world readily acknowledge that they don't know everything and they create space for learning and growing. And five, taking responsibility will help you get better. Blaming will help you feel better. We'll leave you with a quote. One of my favorite books is from the book, uh, The Courage to be Disliked. Here it is. When one seeks recognition from others and concerns oneself only with how one is judged by others, in the end, one is living other people's lives. All right, I hope you found this helpful. If you did, do me a favor, hit like, and please share it with somebody else in your world that might like it too. After all, we're all in this journey together and we're gonna get better together. I hope you're good out there. Take care.